Aloha and welcome back to the Kauai Real Estate Podcast. Today's episode is for sellers. Of course, it would potentially be of benefit to buyers and agents, but it is for sellers and we're going to talk about fundamental truths when it comes to pricing your property for sale. So I want to start out really quickly and say I am guilty of disregarding some of these when selling my personal properties. So I truly do empathize, but the reality of these truths can become the difference between selling your property quickly or not at all. So let's start with setting your asking price. When you set your asking price, you want to keep in mind the following. Most importantly, the current market, recent comparable sales, and the property's condition. You also may want to take into consideration current active listings, as they may indicate that the market is going up or down and help you to adjust your asking price accordingly. It also can be super helpful to look at the market as though you're a buyer. Get a sense of how your price will compare to other comparable listings. Recent sales prices should carry a bit more weight than current listings in most circumstances when determining your asking price. I have never met a seller who doesn't think their house is worth more because they love it or they want more money. But those really aren't valid reasons for increasing the asking price on your home. Also, what you paid for the property. It's not relevant when coming to when it comes to setting your asking price. A property's value is based on a specific time, date, year, and market. The reality is you may be able to sell your property for significantly more or significantly less than what you paid for it, depending on what the market is doing when you go to sell. Now, I know you don't like to hear this either, but what you owe on your loan, that's not really anything that has a bearing on the value of your property. It may affect your ability to sell if the market doesn't support an asking price or final sales price that you need to pay off the loan, other closing costs, any taxes or withholding that's necessary at closing. But if you must sell and the market will not provide for a sales price that will cover the cost of sale and your mortgage payoff, there are other options like bringing money to closing or possibly negotiating a short sale with the bank. An appraisal of your property represents the value of your property on that specific day in that specific market. Your property's value could change in a day, a week, a month, year, or years depending on the temperament of the market and sales in and activity in your neighborhood. An appraisal also does not guarantee a buyer will pay that much for the property. It means that the comparable sales and current market data reflect that value. Early on in my career, a real estate agent said to me something very interesting that stuck with me. You have to sell your property twice when you're a seller. If the buyer's getting financing, you have to sell it twice. You have to sell the property at a price to the buyer and then to the appraiser. Now, technically, you're not really selling it to the appraiser. The appraiser's telling you what the value is. But the point of it is the property's worth what a buyer is willing to pay and an appraisal is going to reflect, reflect the current market. Those two numbers don't always add up, but we certainly hope that they do. The assessed value of your property by your town or your county is not an appraisal. While it's generally a licensed appraiser that's calculating the assessed value, 
the values are generally derived with broad strokes in that the values are based on surrounding property sales and not really specific to your property and attributes. They don't enter your property. They don't access your your property information that's specific to your house. They don't know if you've done updates or upgrades unless your property's on the market or has been sold recently. There are exceptions, but generally an assessed value is not in line exactly with an appraised value. A great example of this is when I first got my real estate license in Hawaii in 2004, the market was rising so fast, you could actually calculate the asking price by doubling the assessed value for most of the properties. And properties were selling at or over asking prices in most cases. Now this one's a kicker, so I'm ho I hope you're sitting down, but your upgrades Again, this is addressed to sellers. Your upgrades do not add a value equal to what you spend on them. This one is often super painful for sellers. In fact, some upgrades add value, but some can actually detract. Basic upgrades to kitchens, bathrooms, flooring, and what they call lipstick on a pig, aka new carpeting and paint, generally add value or at the very least increase the home's appeal. But upgrades and painting for your specific taste may not fit the general public. Specific taste upgrades and updating are great when you live in the property because you love them and they make you happy. A hot pink room for your daughter, a purple accent wall in the living room, faux painting, and other similar items can distract a buyer and prevent an offer. It's best to stick with generic colors, patterns, and materials if you'd like to reap the maximum value. I think that's it for now. I know this information can be a lot to take in, so we're going to call that all there is for today's truths. For more information or a complimentary market report, please contact me at kawaiipodcast at gmail.com or visit mykawaiiproperty.com to start your property search or request a complimentary market report. Have a wonderful day. Go forth and prosper. I think that's a Star Wars or a Star Trek reference. I apologize for the fans that know what I'm trying to say. At any rate, have a great day. Mahalo.